Ticket City presents why you go to see the Red Raiders. So this was the moment in tech sports, and I was a senior in high school at the time, and I remember wanting to go to the game, but I couldn't because I had to work a shift. When my shift ended, me and my coworkers just turned on the radio, and we all hung around my truck, and all of a sudden we heard the roar of the crowd, so we knew something happened, and then we heard the famous call on the radio of Crabtree scoring to beat UT. Put yourself in the action with Ticket City. Visit LubbockOnline.com slash sports and click tickets. Good afternoon. Thank you guys for being here today. Just a couple of uh, procedural things. Kirby will come up and give an opening statement. Then he'll take your questions. Where is there's Ty with the with the microphone? So make sure you reach out to Ty. Raise your hand. We'll get you the microphone. We are streaming, so we want people to be able to hear your questions. And uh, Ty will get to you as quickly as possible. Just as a reminder, also Kirby will not be available after for any one-on-ones or any uh, side interviews. So get your questions in in this format here. So without any further ado. Kirby Hokan. Good afternoon. Um, Thank you all for for being here. Late last night, I made a recommendation to President Skuvenek that we make a change in the head football coaching position. And as you now know, I met with Cliff Kingsbury this morning and informed him that we were going to move in a different direction and begin a national search for a new head football coach. I then met with the assistant coaches and staff that are in town. Others joined us by way of telephone and informed them of the same thing. Following this at noon today, I, as well as Cliff Kingsbury, met with the football team and had a chance to visit with them about the situation. I have a few comments before we open it up for questions. First, let me say thank you to Cliff Kingsbury. He is a good man who has worked very hard and has represented us in a first-class manner over the past six years. He epitomizes class, and he is a Red Raider. I truly wish him the best in all of his future endeavors. To the football team, I say publicly, I have so much respect for these young men. The two things that they can control, their effort and their attitude, they have brought it each day, and that is greatly appreciated. Many Sundays this fall, I have walked through the training room on Sunday afternoons while they're going through their medical clinic to see them treating their aching bodies and preparing for the week ahead. They've worked hard to represent this university and this athletics program, and I thank them for what they do each and every day. It's not easy day-to-day playing college football, and it's not easy going through this type of transition that they are experiencing now. However, winning is fun, and we will get there. And I look forward to seeing this group of young men win in our time ahead. To the Red Raider Nation, let me reiterate by saying that at Texas Tech Athletics, we aspire each and every day to be elite in everything that we do. And we will find the right individual to come in 
and provide the leadership to get this football program to a higher level. We have so much to be proud of and to celebrate as an athletics program. Many of our programs are experiencing elite success. In, in addition, we've had our highest graduation success rate this year of 84%. This is a great job. This is a great opportunity. We have first-class facilities. We have a great leader in President Skuvenik. We have great support from our students, our alumni, and our community. And we live in the state of Texas, the best high school football talent in the nation. We will be elite in football again. I guarantee you, we will be elite in football again. This program has been there before, and we'll get there again. We will bring back our edge. The spirit that's lived right here in Jones AT&T Stadium before, it's still there. You can hear it at times. It just needs to be rekindled. And we will light it. Red Raider Nation, we will light it. And we will be elite. So with that, let me answer any questions that you may have. So when you said you made uh, the recommendation last night, could Cliff have saved his job with a result against Baylor? As I, I shared with Coach Kingsbury and I shared with the team this morning, this type of decision, and I've said it to, to you before, it's, it's, it's not based on one game. This type of decision is not based on one season. This decision was made made based on a, a three-year pattern, a three-year pattern of inconsistency. You know, we didn't come here to win five, six, five games for our football season to end in November, but there was a pattern of, of inconsistency that led us to this decision at, at this time. We saw progress at times, and we talked about that. We, we saw progress but we also saw lapses of progress in key critical areas that in the game of football are critical to have the level of success that we all want to have. And I say we, that's myself, that's the Red Raider Nation, that's our football team, that's Cliff Kingsbury, that's his coaching staff. So to answer your question, it wasn't based on one game. It wasn't based on one season. It was based on a, a pattern of inconsistency over the course of the last three seasons. Saying that, then, you mentioned that you recommended it last night, but was it something that you maybe had decided before the game on Saturday? You know, I'm evaluating every one of our programs every day and uh, every year, and you want to be – um, you want to be careful as to when you arrive at a, a, a decision. But, uh, you know, every situation is unique and every situation is different. But uh, in, in a typical set of circumstances, you'd like to get to the end of a season and then have a chance to sit back and look at a full body of work for whatever time period that is in front of you. And, and that's what we've been doing over the past um, few months. And last night, it became, it became time to make that recommendation. 
Kirby, with regard to the staff and recruiting, can you speak to that? Is the, the entire staff dismissed as well? And then how does that affect recruiting moving forward? Well, we, we met with the, the staff uh, this morning, the assistant coaches. We've, we've asked them to uh, remain here for our, our, our players and to help them in the days and the weeks ahead and to be there for our current student-athletes. That's most important uh, for us. Once we hire a new coach, then if uh, our current staff has uh, interest in interviewing for the new staff and if there's mutual interest from the new coach on interviewing anybody from the current staff, then we'll facilitate that at that particular time. Uh, when it comes to recruiting, we've asked our assistant coaches to stay to stay home, to stay here, not to go on the road. Uh, however, to remain in uh, contact via telephone to the um, the prospects and the verbal commitments that we have at this point in time. We understand that with the early signing period, December 19th this year, that uh, the climate has changed. I'm not sure it's changed necessarily in a good way, but it is what it is, and we're mindful of it, and we'll move through this search as uh, quickly as we can, but y'all know we'll take as much time as we have to to get the right person to come in here and lead this, lead this program. That was actually my question was, do you have a timeline in place for a replacement, and how much does the early signing period affect uh, that timeline? We're aware of the early signing period, um, obviously, but we're going to move as quickly as we can. But at the same time, we will take as much time as we, as we possibly need until we are confident that we've got the right individual to come in here and to, to uh, take the next step with this program, a program that was close at times. That was close at times, but um, to take that next step, we've got to have three phases of football that complement each other. We have been an elite offense at, at times, we, but um, you know it's not just enough to score to score points because you're going to have seasons like we we had this year where you're going to face a number of injuries and and the other phases of the of the game have to complement what you're doing on on the offensive side of the ball so um yeah we're we're going to move as quickly as we can but we're going to take as much time as we need as well the candidates in mind already at this this time or is the field entirely wide open um we we have we have a list of priority candidates absolutely and um you know, when I walk out of here in the next few minutes, that will occupy every uh, waking second that I have. And uh, we will begin making direct contact with uh, candidates and uh, working to, to identify that next person. So um, that process will uh, begin in full force when we walk out of this room today. Kirby, your student-athletes were very vocal on social media about how they felt um, about Cliff. Did anyone, athlete, student-athlete-wise, come up to you and talk about um, Cliff at all, what they thought about him, and just maybe just wanting to tell you how they felt about uh, Cliff? They didn't have to tell me how they felt about him. You know, I'm, I, I, I see it. I lived it every day. You, you walk through that building, you walk out to a practice, you walk around the halls of that football building. I, I, I knew how these young men felt about Cliff Kingsbury. We all love Cliff Kingsbury. He is a good man, and we uh, wish, him, wish him only the best. But yeah, I, 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 knew, I know how they felt about Cliff. 
kind of general reaction when you met with him today? Did he kind of see it coming? Did he kind of expect what you were going to say to him? You know, I, I don't, I don't want to speak for for Cliff. Um, you know, he he gave everything he had. This is his alma mater, and he 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 gave everything he had, and it's just unfortunate it didn't work out. Kirby, I don't expect you to name names, but what type of coach are you looking for? What type of person are are you looking for that that needs to get this program back on track? Yeah, Rob, we want a a, um, a man with the highest amount of character, uh, integrity, somebody who's going to represent Texas Tech University with class, uh, somebody who is able or will assemble a, a staff that is able to recruit the state of Texas, uh, someone who has experienced uh, success within the game of football, uh, especially in college football, and somebody that uh, is able to build an elite program defined by winning and winning the right way. You know, that, that is who we are. That's what we expect. And we've built elite programs in uh, many of our other sports uh, that we're experiencing right now, and we'll do it in football as well. But those are the characteristics that um, – uh, we want to define who we ultimately select. Kirby, the decision to move on from Coach Kingsbury with your personal relationship with him, was that a difficult one to kind of separate the business and the personal side? Um, he's a good man. And um, we, had a, we had a very good professional working relationship. Um, yeah, it's... It's hard. It's it's um, it's the the bad side of this business. There are so many great things about college athletics and the young people that we get to serve and work with and work for each and every day. But uh, days like this are are tough. Kirby, when did you reach the point of no return on this decision? When did when did you and your mind say? Uh, we're, you're going to make a change. You know, Don, last night is when um, I called President Skuvenik and said it's it's my recommendation and uh, <clears throat> proposal to you that it's time to it's time to change. And um, you know, once you once you get get that uh, that in your mind, it's it's time to move. And given the popularity of uh, wide open offense and high scoring football that's been played here the last two decades. In your search for a new head coach, um, do you think it's more important to maintain that or given this program struggles defensively during that time frame, uh, do you think it's more important to get a coach with a defensive background? Uh, the two, but which do you think is your priority? Both. We, we, we want both. you got to have both. You know, we've had one of the most – highly prolific offenses in the nation and we still sit here today with a, a losing record um, over the past six years and as I said earlier you got to have three phases in this game and they've got to be able to complement one another and when you have um, challenges on one side of the ball during a given Saturday um, you got to be able to complement that on on the opposite side and in your special team so uh, we, we've got to be a well-rounded football team we cannot be one-dimensional and have success in this league. And you touched on this earlier, but with the new early signing date, uh, not only here but nationally, uh, to what extent does it complicate 
coaching searches in general? And do you think it is already having unintended consequences? You know, I don't know if it's been around long enough to have uh, intended or unintended consequences. Um, I do know that in um, I do know that the early signing period <laughs> becomes the signing period, and I think we're seeing signs of more and more kids uh, uh, signing in the early period. So I- I'm not sure it's been around long enough to evaluate the pluses and minuses. I just know that I think we will see in the future more and more decisions on coaching changes happening earlier uh, due to the current climate with the early signing period. You you mentioned what you want in a head coach. Does it make it difficult to go with somebody that has ties to Texas Tech, given that's what we just had here? Uh, We'll we'll go with the best candidate that uh, exemplifies the highest amount of character, integrity that will represent us in a first-class manner that will uh, bring that uh, ability to recruit and develop young young men and uh, build an elite program defined by winning. So if 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 that person um, is out there with or without ties to Texas Tech University, then um, we'll we'll find them. You also said earlier, you know, you're officially going to start looking for people. Have you? Unofficially, through different people, contacted anybody about their interest in the job. You know, we um, we started late last night, um, putting the initial stages of a search process together, and we will turn our full attention and focus to it uh, immediately, and um, we'll stay after it until until we find the right person. Following up on that, is there a search committee or is it a one person committee or can you take us through the process of how that will work moving forward yeah it's a it's a search that uh, i will lead and uh, you know we'll we'll work with president skuvenik uh, throughout the the process and him in consultation with chancellor mitchell and uh, that's that'll be the way that we move through this process but i will i will lead it and uh, guide it day to day and week to week and uh, we'll work uh, right alongside president skuvenik in in this process you clarify the buyout and how that will work uh, with Coach Kingsbury? Uh, just as it's outlined in his contract, we will honor the contract. He had two years remaining, and uh, as it's written in his contract, we will honor. Kirby, following up on the search, do you, do you anticipate that if you have, say, one or two top candidates in mind, if your first top candidate says yes, then it ends there? Or do you think you – how many people do you think you you anticipate interviewing? Um, it, 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 it's, it's impossible to say right now, Don. You know, no two searches are, are ever the same. Um, but uh, I know we will take our time and be diligent and um, – move as quickly as we can, but we won't move until we are 100% confident that we have the right individual. Kirby, I know you said that you're going to be hiring whoever the right guy is, but are you looking for a a CEO style? Are you looking for an offensive-minded coach, a defensive-minded coach? In your dream scenario, which way would you go with that? Well, we've got to find a head coach, somebody who can come in and uh, is responsible for all aspects of of the football program, from... uh, Recruiting to overseeing the development of the young men within his program, to um, 
what type of offensive scheme we want to run, the defensive approach, and how we organize ourselves in the special teams area. So uh, it's got to be somebody that can come in that has the capacity to uh, have a vision and, and lead in all aspects of, of the program. So we want somebody that is a, is a leader, that has those leadership uh, characteristics and capabilities to take us to that next level over the edge to where we are now. When there are changes, players might want to transfer. How do they go about that now when there's no head coach? Is that something they come to you or do they go to assistant coaches? Um, you know, it can go uh, different ways. Uh, ultimately, any young person that wants to consider a um, a transfer goes through our, our compliance department. There's a there's new NCA bylaws uh, when it comes to requests for transfers. There's a, a database that student athletes can go and and list their um, names on this database as to uh, showing their interest to transfer. But we have a team within our compliance office that will will guide them through that. With that being said, we got a great group of young men here. Uh, we got a great university. Uh, we've got. Um, We've got the ingredients to, to do something special and take that next step. And um, I hope that they will stay with us through this process and uh, give us a chance on uh, who we're going to hire next. Process, not the favorite part of your job, but honestly the hardest. Where does this rank of hardest moments as the Texas Tech Athletic Director? Oh, it's... Um, yeah, it's it's up there. I mean, anytime you go through a change like this, it it's hard. It, it hurts. It's um, you know, I, I tell I tell recruits that I visit with families, our strength is our people, and when you um, when you make decisions like this, and it affects the people within your organization that you work with each and every day, that you you fight with each and every day, it it's 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 a challenging day team as a group what your decision was could you kind of gauge a reaction from them what was that moment like kind of telling them you know again I, I don't want to speak for uh for those guys and I, I just uh, I'll keep keep those conversations private and just again have the utmost admiration and respect for those young men and how they fought this year and and again they can control two things they can control their attitude and their effort and they brought, they brought both of those things each and every day to this football program and continue to do so. What value do you place in a guy coming in or a candidate coming in who already has coaching experience, head coaching experience? You know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a component to be considered for sure. Um, not saying that uh, we won't consider someone who, who hasn't set in that role, but uh, they will have need to have been a coordinator at a high level or, or – um, have experienced tremendous success within the game of football or college football, so uh, it's it's a it's an aspect to consider when you're looking at uh, at the profile of the next candidate that we want. But it won't be it won't be a mandated requirement that uh, we set out on our journey this afternoon with. And from your role as athletic director, seeing so much success y'all have had, you know, in other sports like baseball, basketball, how aggravating is it that it hasn't been reflected in football? It will be. It will be, and you're right. It's, it's, it's been proven time and time again that we can win and win at the highest levels. You know, Marsha Sharp did it. Tim Tadlock's doing it. Chris Beard's doing it. 
Wes Kitley's doing it. Todd Petty's doing it. You know, you start naming programs, I'm going to forget somebody. But when you look today at what's taking place within our track and field programs, our women's tennis program, our baseball program, and I know all of you watched those two basketball games last week, right, against USC and, and Nebraska. We're doing it on the hard court there, and we're going to do it right out on this field as well. Kirby, uh, on social media, it seemed like fans were divided. Keep Cliff, get rid of Cliff. What can you say to the fans to keep them together as a cohesive unit? You know, we all want the same thing. That's that's what I would tell people when, when they would want to talk about the reaction. The Red Raider Nation, we want the same thing. We want to be competitive and we want to win. And we want to win and we want to win the right way. And um, I appreciate that that attitude, that they care. And uh, they're passionate about caring enough to uh, let their voices be heard. And uh, we appreciate that. And But in, in my job as an athletics director, while I, I, I want to make sure I listen to uh, everything I can, and I always try to say, is there any truth into what I'm hearing or what I'm reading or what I'm listening to? You know, I, I've got to be able to keep the big picture in mind as well and make sure that uh, we as an athletics department, I'm navigating this organization forward to the expectations that we embrace and we share. And, and, and me and, and my team, our athletic department, coaches and staff included, we've sat in the same facility many times for our department-wide staff meeting where we talk about our goals and our aspirations, and, and that's to be elite. And so I have to continue to, to navigate this organization forward to that level of achievement in everything that we do. Kirby, as an athletic director, you've been through a lot, but what have you learned specifically from this entire process? Exactly. What the, the process of going through, a, going through the search or the decision today, uh, we, can never, um, we can never stop striving for excellence. That's... We're in a competitive field. Everything we do, we keep score in. We even keep score of our graduation success rates, as I mentioned earlier. Every time we line up and compete, there's a scoreboard. And uh, the, when the day comes that we don't have the aspiration of achieving at the highest level, then that'll be the day that, um, that we stop trying. So we're going to continue to push and push in all areas. We want to be the very best. And... Um, we, we, you know, not that we're going to win every game and not that every season is going to be a celebrated season, but we've got to continue to make progress. Progress over perfection. Progress over perfection is something that I tell some of our, our staff members at times, and we've got to continue to make sure that we, we, we keep striving for that progress day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Two more. Kirby, you touched a moment ago on uh, all the coaches who are getting you to an elite level. And among those coaches that, I guess five coaches that had you in the final eight last year, do you see any common theme or thread to what has enabled them to reach that level? Um, And just from your experience in college football with Coach Snyder or seeing the Nick Sabans of the world, why do everyone aspires to that level, but why do comparatively few actually achieve it get there what sets them apart 
You know, um, you mentioned the five programs last year, and Greg Sands has done an outstanding job with our men's golf program and continues to do so year after year. And it's, you know, as athletics director, when I'm working with 17 sports, uh, every sport is unique, every sport is different. So a question like you asked, Don, it's it's hard to compare a football organization with 115 players to a men's golf program with, you know, eight to nine players to a a small-sized women's tennis roster or a basketball program with 15 guys on it. Um, but I, I think it, uh, it, it comes down to uh, leadership and expectations and uh, setting the vision, setting the vision for what you want your program to achieve. Our overarching vision is to be an elite athletics program, and then it becomes a sense of urgency. It becomes a vision with a sense of urgency that we're going to achieve this And we're going to achieve it every day, today, and tomorrow, and the next day. And that just filters through an entire organization. And I'm not saying one coach does it, one coach didn't do it. I'm just saying when you have a vision for what you want your program to be, if it's a sport program or an athletic department, and you instill that sense of urgency that's guided by the right set of, of values and principles, and you have the right, it gets back to people, people within your organization or young men or young women on your team that buy into that vision and are committed to doing their job each and every day better than anybody else, then special things happen. Did your time as chairman of the playoff selection committee, how how would that help in terms of Maybe kind of like your your net and your contacts as far as the coaching search. How, how does that help? Yeah, it, you know, of, of course, uh, the 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 thing that I hold most dear from those three years were the relationships that were were formed, and you know, I was around some of the giant men in in college football and uh, guys who have become friends and uh, people that I have the utmost admiration and respect for. So, you know, when you you go through something like this. Um, you will reach out and and uh, reach into all of the the relationships and networks that uh, you have at your at your um, uh, at your cell phone or your fingertips. And um, so, yeah, the the relationships that I was able to forge during those years are special. And uh, during during times like this, that you definitely lean on some of some of those.